Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC. 522-WTIC, and those little noises at the end of the last hour was not me and digesting my turkey dinner. That was just Mike Gundy. Right, Matt? Sism where? From where? Noise. From where? Twitter, radio. Yeah. Oh, I give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs> it's a platform for people that are sitting home trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front of a keyboard. <laughs> The funny thing is, before you play that YouTube... I'm not disregarding what you're saying. Trust me, I get it at my own house. But, I, I mean, I just kind of felt like that social media and Twitter is what's destroying this country anyway. So that's how I feel about it, from politics to sports to whatever. It gives people a platform to and then other people are, like, needling it, and they're sitting at home, and they're late on a payment. So... Anyway, that's how I feel. <laughs> the funny thing is about that YouTube, if you actually watch it yourself, we put a link up there for you at Computer Talk. The ad that runs on YouTube is about Twitter. <laughs> it's a Twitter ad. Uh, so nobody has any shame. The last caller, Ellen from Coventry. So she asked about being safe on the internet, right? And we talked about OpenDNS and WebRoot. Because she kind of found herself with a weird issue with Amazon, right? Where they, where she did a search and it turned out that the search was for Amazon customer service. And if you do a search like that, I got 750,000 results. Bob got like what? 800,000. 869. Yeah. And she ended up finding this weird site where they wanted to remote into her computer. This is our point about when you surf on the internet and you find yourself in, the, in a bad spot on the internet. Nobody at Amazon, I can almost guarantee this, but nobody at Amazon is going to care to actually um, help you with your computer like that just so that you can buy stuff on Amazon uh, or they're going to remote into it. That's, that's a huge red flag. If anybody is remoting into your computer, you're in big trouble. All right? So what she was, you know, she, I think, was smart enough to, to not allow that to happen. But you just can't search, guys. You just can't Google it and hope you're going to find yourself there without any kind of protection. You have to surf safely. So you need kind of an Internet prophylactic and that is OpenDNS. I'm serious, and it'll save you a lot of a lot of hassle because you're you're gonna have to be less apt to find yourself in some dark corner of the internet. So that's what OpenDNS is all about. Let's go on to Hank in uh, Enfield. What's going on, Hank? Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Every once in a while, I hey Hank, you're cutting in and out with your phone. What's up with your phone? Is it some sort of Oh, I have, I, I'm on a, a, a speakerphone because oh. I, I have a hard hearing problem. Oh, I'm sorry, Hank, because every time you say something, it cuts in and cuts out, so we're only hearing every other word. I, is, there, is there a way for you to change that for us? Uh, I don't know. 
Let me try to take the phone off. Hold on a minute. All right. Can you hear me? Perfect. Is that better? Oh, it's perfect. Okay. My, uh, the problem I have is every so often, I would say probably every week to 10 days, I get an email. It, it can appear either into my spam folder or in my regular um, email listing, and it'll tell me that they're, they, they're trying to c- contact uh, you know, the, the email addressee, and they can't make it, and they're sort of going to give up on it. And then when I look at the email information that they send, it's for someone I never sent it to, except it has my email ID on it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what is causing that, and is there a way to get around that? Well, it's going to your spam because it is a spoof email message. It's a, it's a fake message. People can send messages that look like they're coming from you um, by doing something called spoofing your email address. And so having it go to your spam folder means it's you know you're safe. You're not going to be getting it. You shouldn't be linking but, but, but that. But sometimes it does come into my regular mail, you know? Yeah, from you. From you. It, yeah, I, I'll yeah. get it. It'll be like a – it'll tell me I can't deliver the mail to, you know, whatever. And then I look at it, and it's not even it, – it's from my ID, but it's got somebody else's name on it, and it's to someplace I, somebody I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does, I usually look at the subject matter because I try to find out what was the email that I sent out. And yeah. it's nothing, nothing that I had to do. And it's not in your sent folder, correct? No. Yeah, so someone's uh, just trying to spoof you, Hank, from what I can tell based on this, this phone call. Uh, any other thoughts, Bob, as far as what he can do with that? Not really. No. I mean, it's just people can send letters that way. They can send email that way, unfortunately. They, they are spoofing your address even though it's not you. And then you look at the sender – it's your email address, but it's not them, right? It's not you. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of just how so I spam happens. just ignore happens. that then and delete it then. There's nothing you can control. Um, it's not coming out of you. It's not coming from you because it's not out of your sent folder. Right. So you're not hacked necessarily. And you actually see a different person rather than you on the send side, right? If you could right. look at the right. header. It, 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 when it comes back, when I, when it, when I look at the, the message, it looks like I sent it. But I never did, and right. it, no, it's not in my send folder either. It's it's uh, just a, an email that appears, and I, you can't read the subject because when it put, they put down the uh, the contents of the uh, email, it's all garbled up stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's a spoof. But um, what who's who's your email provider? Oh, I have Yahoo Mail. Ugh, Yahoo. I would change your password just for the heck of it, anyways. Just change the password. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll try that then. Thank right. you very much for your help. You got it, Hank. Yep. Bye yeah, now. Yahoo is not my favorite, <laughs> my favorite mail provider. Uh, let's go on to uh, resident groupie Danny in Glastonbury. Danny, what's Lord, up? Hey, listen, I got a, um, I got my new tablet. Yep. And I got a question for you though. It's only I didn't realize that the operator. It's um, Marshmallow six point mm-hmm. So that's probably why it was on sale for so cheap, right? Yeah, it's older. Yeah, I'm surprised it's uh, running Marshmallow. Uh, let me see what I'm running here now. You should be running eight, I think, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I've got seven on my small tablet. Yeah, this seems like an older. Yeah, it must have been interesting that they they were running the older. I think they're up to eight now. But uh, okay, what's up? Well, I want to know: should I even bother opening it up and taking it back and and getting another one, or am I going to be able to live with Marshmallow? Knowing you, Danny, I don't know. Oh, come on. That's kind of a loaded question. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're up to Android 9. That is a shocker um, that you're running Android 6. 
And there's no way to up, up upgrade that because that's the kernel or whatever the the thing you know the right. It's up to them. I'm surprised, but it did seem like it had tons of specs for you. Yeah, everything else was good except for the marshmallow being uh, being 6.0. Yeah. Well, again, your call, Danny. Um, I don't know that I would want to be on a 6.0. I would never have guessed to have you check that um, because yeah. it's a, it was a current brand new product, right? Oh yeah, right. And I mean, it was Sam's Club, and yeah. Well, maybe the deal was too good to be true. Yeah. There we go. Uh, one other quick thing, if I could. Uh, yeah. That guy uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. He said that this week uh, that Elon Musk is the most important person alive at this time. Wow. Compared to beating out Bill Gates and Bezos and uh, even when Steve Jobs, he says he, he's more important than Steve Jobs was. And I guess if you think Neil deGrasse Tyson has an opinion you need to follow, then and that means something. Well, yeah, but he is important. <laughs> he is. And, uh, you know, Boeing is dying. The government's dying to give Boeing uh, with their 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 uh, Starliner, mm. um, the first crack at being manned uh, flight again. Okay, so there's uh, a little bit of battle going so on they're there. They're just looking for an excuse to get rid of um, Musk from being first. But if he's the most important guy, why would they want to do that? Well, that's because the government doesn't know that. Oh, oh, uh, oh gotcha, uh, gotcha. And I changed the name to Starship of the big rocket. It's called Starship now. That's that's on the SpaceX side. Yeah, the, the BFR, hmm. All the right. big friggin' rocket. <laughs> well, see, he does things like that, and that's right, where and you... <laughs> yeah, you wonder why. With a, with a big doobie painted on the side, yeah, but now it's it called Starship. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, I give him all... He's trying to, he's trying to uh, amend his ways. Is he? Well, yeah, okay, goodbye. <laughs> see, Danny, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, hey, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I mean, obviously, he's a, he's a great physicist. And you just got to ask yourself, if you're a person to actually have the kind of gravitas to say who the most important person on the planet is, you must think awful lot of yourself to be, <laughs> to be saying that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, feel free to get online, guys. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Who appointed you, the person to say, who is the most important? Well, I would argue that it's me. There you go, Bob. <laughs> Why not? You're, you're open to your opinion as well. That's right. Everybody's got Everyone's one. Everyone's got one. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out. We're here till 11 o'clock. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Back. A little spirit of the radio for you. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Carl's in Bloomfield, and I'm going to grab him next and see what's going on with him. What's going on, Carl? Hi. Hi. Um, I've got a Samsung laptop Okay. Uh, that's running Windows 7, and I've got uh, three user accounts on the machine. All right. The system administrator, the guest, uh, and just a normal user. Okay. Um, I'm getting uh, error messages that Windows cannot connect to uh, the system event notification service or it can't connect to the group policy client service. Um, the question would be, uh, how do I get the machine to connect to those services and Hmm. Uh, as a side note to that, uh, uh, is there some place that explains what these services are? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I'm wondering if that laptop, did that exist in a business and then you kind of got it you know, given to you, or has it always been in your home? It's, uh, it's essentially always been my home. It was, hmm. it was uh, my brother's before it was mine, but... Uh, okay. Well, yeah, there's a, there's definitely this errors out there. Um, trying to figure out why you're getting the error, though, as far as the group policy service. I wonder why you would even be looking at a group policy service in an internal network. You generally have group policy and domain exchange and domain networks. Yeah, but you have a local group policy on every Windows computer. Well, there is the answer then. I've never seen the error come up uh, without a. Well, what do you think, Bob? Um, I think there's like a corrupt file somewhere. Oh, yep, 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 yep. You definitely have something going on. It's something. Well, this guy's saying has you got wrong permissions in your in your firewall, which is kind of weird. <laughs> Not sure why you'd be messing with your firewall. Um, I wasn't intentionally. That that's for sure. Yeah, there's another one here. Did you have anything with your computer crashing? Uh, recently? No. no. Not recently. No. Well, but it does. Sometimes it takes a long time for it to, uh, you know, have one picture on the screen, and it'll take a long time for it to uh, get to the next uh, step, so to speak. All right. Well, so what was the exact uh, verbiage you got on that error? It's a group policy one. Windows cannot yeah. connect to to group policy service, I think. To the group policy service. Mm-hmm. Or group policy client service. Right. I've, but, I've got it written down here what the exact words are. Well, what you gave us, just, just reverb, reiterate what you gave us earlier, but I think that's what it was, a group, because I think I found it here. Um, um, getting error messages that say that Windows does not or could not uh, connect to... Uh, the system event notification service. I got that uh, message for when the Windows 7 <clears> was uh, had, let's say, guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, then another time I uh, loaded or uh, it had the system. It was either the system administrator or the normal user. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I got the screen with the three choices, and I clicked on one of them, and gave it the machine the password, and uh, then it started doing its thing. And uh, then I got this the error message that uh, the group policy client service yeah. was not co- connected. Um, so we've got both of these. Um, these are right from... Microsoft and or TechNet, where both of those errors are correctable, having to do with, in the, in the one case, your uh, registry. And uh, when you po- posted, Bob, is that registry as well? One of them is. I got, I'm going to yeah. get the other one. I had it, and then I went to the other one. I posted one, so I got a feeling it's probably the same one I found. You, you may have some corruption going on here, Carl. How old is this system? Well, it's a Windows 7 machine. Yeah, so it's pretty uh, old. I don't know the- but you could have some corruption. You can, you can um, try. We're going to put a couple links up here for uh, things you can try to clear those errors. Um, but it looks like you have some issues in your registry that, that, that are producing those errors. You can also go back and try to go back from a recovery. Um, How long ago was it? 
a system restore of some kind you could do, Carl? Can you go back in time? No, no, oh. I'm not. No, that's no system restore available. I, I, don't, I didn't. I never. I don't. Uh, okay. Well, maybe I did set the re- restore at one point, but that was a long enough time ago that I. Well, let you continue. It should happen for you on a regular basis. So you could always go back to if you go to the system configuration to go for the recovery there. You can go back and see if there's an opportunity to recover from maybe a month or two ago and see if you can get a clean boot. Otherwise, there's going to be some registry work you have to do to clear it. Um, you could always go into safe mode and hope from in, within safe mode. If you reboot within safe mode, sometimes that just clears clears it out for you. Um, I doubt it though. In this case, I have a feeling you've got a corrupt registry of some kind. But you're able to get in, right, Carl? Yeah, I can. I can get in. Yeah, I think I found uh, a solution. All right, we've got a couple links here for you. We're going to put up here, Carl, for you. There's like three different things. So we'll, okay. we'll put some stuff. It's gonna. I can't talk about it on the radio. It's just too much to cover. But there's a lot of uh, work for you to do here <laughs> to solve this. Uh, back up your system before you do any of it. Back up your registry. Yeah. Before you, yeah, after you back up your system, back up your registry. Right. Uh, you can export it very easily. That'll be. I will put another link up how to how to back up your registry before you do anything. And then if you mess it up, you can restore the registry. Depending on how badly you mess it up. <laughs> if you lock yourself completely out, just call it a brick. Um, but we'll put it out there for you, Carl. But you can have a little bit of work to do. Okay. All right, sir. But back everything up yeah. before you do it. You're lucky that you're in. Get your data off of there just in case things go horribly wrong. And uh, hopefully these uh, articles give you some ideas as to how to clean that up for you. Okay. All right. And I'll get I'll get the articles off of your Comcast yep. off, podcast. Off of the podcast, or if you go to computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show, everything's posted live, um, so you can go ahead and get it that way. Okay. Thank you for the help. You're welcome, Carl. Good luck. Let us know how you do. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, this is another a news article that Bob had that I found really funny. So I don't know how many billions of dollars the International Space Station costs, but believe it or not, they got a junk drawer out there. An ISS astronaut finds NASA floppy disks in space. Remember Windows 95? Well, they've got some old floppy disks just banging around the space station. But it is good to know that, you know, we all have the old junk drawer in the kitchen. The space station does, too. I wonder how many years it's been since anybody put a floppy drive in a computer. <laughs> Up there? I don't know. Probably, hopefully, not too long. I mean, well, Hopefully, they're not running off floppy drives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's been up there a while. But, since 2000. Um, yeah. So, it's they're banging around up there on the space station. they got some floppy disks. So. Oh, we're doing, new, uh, doing traffic, Matt? I think Matt's a little tired. So we're going to be here until uh, 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Four lines wide open. And uh, we'll do our best to help you out on this Saturday morning. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Feel free to get online. If you're anywhere in the country, listening on radio.com. We're streaming over there. And, of course, if you're listening through the podcast, we'll be happy to take your call as well. And I love it when the station gets those bills. 800-966-WTIC. <laughs> so uh, we'll be right back after this news. Why do you fly upside down? My 
favorite songs of all time of the season. You know it's Thanksgiving when you hear this tune. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. One line open for you. Let's get right to your calls. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm going to go to Tom in Southington next. What's going on, Tom? Yeah, I got two questions. One is I got a second computer. Yep. And I want to put DNS on it. Do I need a second email address for that second computer? For the IP updater? Uh, for open DNS. Right. So you're okay. Uh, the answer is no. Um, you don't. You can just put those DNS IPs in your uh, DNS settings on the network. And you only need one IP updater on your network to uh, tell open DNS who, where you are, so they can configure your preferences. I don't know how to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the all sorts of instructions on computertalkwithtab.com, but you don't need a second IP, uh, email address. You can control your whole home through one email address if you want to have any specific settings, any specific you know, filters where you say, I don't want any porn or I don't want any this or that. Yeah. Um, if you just want to save more, surf more safely, you can just configure the IP addresses on the uh, each computer or in your router. And we have instructions for all that at computertalkwithtab.com. I got I got one other question. Yeah. You talk about, I've heard you mention in the past, buying your own router and get rid of the cable router because it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper, but it's also you can control it yourself. Right. But my question is, if you have a problem, how do you know if it's your router or them? Because I've been in situations where equipment's been mixed. Yep. Something goes wrong. You call them to tell them they got a problem. They say, oh, you have your own router. It's your router. And then they just tell you to go replace that right away. How do you avoid that situation? Or, or well, is it here's the, the problem with that premise in general. No matter what you have, whether it's from them or if you have your own device, they'll still blame you. Well, so, I understand. but if No, that's all you need to know, Tom, right there. Okay. Because they're going to blame you anyways. They're not going to want to come out and solve the problem. So if you have their modem and your own router and you have a problem, they're going to blame you. If you've got a modem that's their router, they're going to have a problem. They're going to blame you. Yeah. They're well, not going to I'm come out and change it. I'm trying to get them to come fix it for free, though. But <laughs> say I owe them a hundred and some dollars just to walk in the house. Generally, they shouldn't charge you. You're already paying a car payment for Internet in the first place. Um, in the most part, they, they shouldn't charge you, especially if it's their modem or service that's the problem. Um, even with our business clients, you got to scream at them just to get you know the internet providers to come out there and swap out their modem, even though you've proven it's it's not the client's routers. Because ninety nine percent of our clients are going to have a Cisco firewall of some kind that is controlled by the client. Yeah. And yeah. in your case, same thing. So they shouldn't charge you. Um, there, so many people are cutting the cord these days, but we have more and more power, thankfully, over these internet companies. Just a little bit more. Um, that you can tell them, you know, come on, get out here, guys. I, the Internet's giving me trouble. I need a new modem. And you can always go buy your own modem, too, Tom. Well, that's what I was talking about. If I buy my own modem, then there's a conflict. Again, there's not really. No? Uh, no. Again, a modem is 50 bucks. You have to make sure that you buy a model that they support. Right. And you can find that on their website. Okay. And then you, when you put it in, you've got to call them and tell them what the MAC address is. Right. And, and you'll pay for itself in a matter of months. Yeah, sure. Okay, right. Months. I know that. I was just afraid that, you know, uh, way back when with computers, I got stuck between, uh, you know, putting printers and different things on. Yep. And you call them up and say, hey, it won't load or won't work, right? They say it's your software, and then you yep. call. Well, that won't change. I'll tell you right now, whether you've got their equipment or your equipment, it's your fault. Yeah, right. Okay. You know it is. If yeah, it was, if, yeah. if there was something that could tell me, oh, no, geez, Eric, we'll be out there and take care of this for you. No problem, sir. Baloney. Yeah. Just make sure you're holding your iPhone right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, Tom. All right, thanks. You got it, sir. Bye bye. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, hey, if I get my own hardware, they're going to blame me. Trust me, they blame you all the time, no matter whose hardware it is. Let's go to Mark in Bristol. Hey, Mark. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you today? Doing okay. How are you? Great, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I volunteer at the local community center helping seniors with their PCs. Nice. Yeah, I, I called you guys before. You helped me out. I appreciate it. Um, okay. came across a lady who walked in with an Intel... I'm sorry, a Dell Inspiron 14 netbook. I don't know much about netbooks, but um, it is caught in the typical Windows 10 uh, troubleshoot loop, and I've done everything I can to get it out of that, um, but I can't, I've, I've, I've hit a dead end, and I was wondering if you guys could help me. Is it an updating loop? Well, I'm not sure. What happens is she put, turns the machine on, or I do, and it just goes through uh, uh, a blue screens for the update for the uh, troubleshooting process, and ends up at the screen uh, at advanced options or one before that. I'm not exactly sure, or maybe I just chose to get to advanced options. But my real dilemma is I'm trying to restore the netbook for her using the restore, uh, system restore in advanced options, mm -hmm. and that's all well and good. I click on it, I select the proper uh, number and so forth, yep. and it, it's ready to write the, the restore file. And I check the uh, DOS at DOS level. It is there. The recovery partition and all the data is there. But when it begins the process, it then gets to a point where it says, you've got too much uh, information or data. I forget exactly how it's worded, but you have to remove some files oh, no. before we can continue. And the thing is, I'm not, I don't have a browser or any kind of system level in front of me. It's just this preliminary low-level advanced option mess. Yes. Not enough room to restore is the problem. That's what, yeah, that's what it's saying. And I plug a USB in just to see it. And of course, how is it going to recognize it since it's not running any drivers? Mm -hmm. It doesn't recognize the USB and, I, and it just uh, keeps failing. So that's where we are at this point and I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. That's a good one. Any ideas, Bob, as how you can clean that out from a DOS level? That's a uh, you could have to go to, like, go to a directory and try to clean out area. That's going to be horrible. Did that. I, I did do that, Eric, and I cleaned out a lot of stuff. Yeah. But And I cleaned out uh, gigs of, of uh, temp files and things and went back to this whole process, and it still is telling me there's not enough room. I don't know if it's talk. It only has, does not have a hard drive. It has a 32-gigabyte SSD, oh. uh, and it. And in the boot list option, I have no other options. I can't set it to boot to a USB first and then plug a USB in or anything like that. I did bring in a portable uh, optical drive with Windows 10, yeah. thinking, oh, maybe I can plug it into the USB. And ironically, it did recognize the, the uh, optical drive, and it started listing files and so forth at a level – uh, graphic level. Yep. Um, but, but it wouldn't let me do anything. It was almost like, oh, it pulled up this page and it, uh, I'm just showing you a page. Right. But you can't do anything with it. But there's it no, did there's no, there's no bias you can change to set the boot the boot disk. I was going to say if you could exactly. get into the I did, Dell. I did. If you... Sorry, the phone is working half duplex. I can um, tell. I went I went to uh, BIOS and I went to set the uh, bootless option order of booting and there is none. There's only one. Oh. Uh, bootable device, and that's the 32 gig SSD, uh, and it's the name of it is UEFI, whatever that means. Yeah, that's a that's just uh, the uh, name of the uh, um, the bias. No, uh, the, the solid state drive. Yeah, but oh, okay. that's that's how it connects. 
Um, right. My point is, is that have you ever been able to get into the Dell Diagnostics? Hmm. That's built in. That's in a BIOS level. You oh, have, to, you have to hit something like F12 or F11, something like that. No, I haven't, sir, but that's a, that's a great idea. Because you can do a diagnostics on your RAM, you can do a diagnostic on your server, on your board, right. and you can do diagnostics on your drive to find out if you have an issue with you know your components. The issue is simply that they sold you a 32-gig system capacity, and the operating system itself is probably about 30 gigs. Right. I mean, it's pretty much an Apple uh, approach to computing here as far as what Dell did to this, this particular model. Um, you know, the iPad, how it's almost out of space initially, the early, the early ones. Um, same thing here. You've got a 32-gig partition, and I'm not sure what Windows 10 takes for for space, um, but I want to say it's a, easily 30 gigs if I had to guess. So you probably, sure. by default, have no space. So if you could default it, is there any, there's probably no data on it. I mean, she probably doesn't have anything on it anyways. The old, I took everything off, all her pictures. And she got to the point where she said, look, I don't care about any data anymore. I just yeah. want the thing to work. So she said it's okay to blow the data away. That's why I uh, opted for the system restore. Yeah. But then it gave us this issue. Um, and, I, and I've deleted everything at a DOS level, and I don't want to delete the recovery partition, obviously, for no. obvious reasons. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Start fresh, I can't though. Get the, there still says there's not enough space. Right. So you want to do try to get to diagnostics, the Dell diagnostics, and from within there, you might be able to start fresh and do a factory re reload because you have okay. the recovery partition, and maybe it'll restore itself. If it, you know, but if it doesn't, it's a catch-22. Go ahead, Bob. A clean install takes 16 gigs, gigs and a reinstall takes a minimum of 20. All wow. right. So there you are. And it's a 32-gig partition and most a 32-gig drive, and most likely it was formatted down to less than 32 gigs. So you might yeah. have, uh, you know, twenty-eight, probably. yeah, a small amount. So that's why you're stuck here. It needs yeah. to be factory defaulted, and if there's an option in the diagnostics to do that, and it can do it, great. Otherwise, it was never intended to be factory defaulted. They don't care. <laughs> they didn't care when they built it. I think there'll be an I option that, in there. Yeah. I think it's a disposable machine. Yeah. I think you know, you're right. Let me just close with this one statement, which might help. Again, I pr apologize for the phone. Wonderful. Uh, um, Voice over IP have duplex? My, my, my carrier just refuses to give me full du duplex, so I'm paying full price. Um, <laughs> the lady that brought it in, as I'm, as I'm working on it, I'm clicking on things, and she's saying, oh, yeah, I tried that. Oh, yeah, I tried that. So she's been everywhere, including DOS. Wow. So she may have deleted some files that we need to, to finish this deal. That's possible. But your out-of-space error is pretty pretty much, I think, the biggest problem. So Yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. Course, Otherwise, it's disposable. I got an article. Exactly. We can post an article, installing Windows 10, what to do when there's not enough storage space. All right. We'll give you some more detail for you that, Mark. Yeah, one last thing, though. Uh, what Bob just said is a, is a good point, but <clears throat> I, I did a lot of searching before I called you guys, and all of the articles are related to installing tenant when there's not enough space, when you're actually, your computer's actually working, mm. <clears throat> you know, from a graphical level. Yeah. Gotcha. So you're stuck so again. Nothing means, nothing low level. Typically, before I would have gone the direction that you went, I would have gone into the Dell uh, Diagnostics, or HP has Diagnostics. I mean, all Lenovo, they all have an internal Diagnostics that's at the in, BIOS level. At the BIOS level. Yeah. So you can okay. get there, Mark, and if you can, maybe you'll win. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. No, and thanks for what you're doing. You're, you're welcome. Your, your help comes in handy all the time. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Take it easy. We're going to step out for a quick break. Don, John, and Cheryl, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back.
good point there, Matt, getting the right tunes going. This is Computer Talk. We're going to be here till 11, and then Dr. Alessi will be in, and he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. He'll be in with Healthy Rounds. Let's go to John in Tallinn next. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, uh, I called you Uh a few weeks ago. Are you going to complain? It sounds like you're angry. No, I'm just trying to make this quick because it's getting late. (laughs) Okay. About uh, about a six-year-old machine running Windows 7. All right. The QuickBooks used to freeze up or freezes up once in a while. All right. Okay, so you said, uh, and I agree that it's time for a new one. All right. Then a couple weeks later, I heard you say something. You were down on Windows 10. And, and that one of the problems is when they send an upgrade, it can delete some of your files. So that was true, and that is true. A Windows 10 upgrade recently came out where it wouldn't actually delete them. It would, it would make them, you couldn't see them. Well, um, so okay. we're, when we say we're down on Windows 10, it's just an occupational hazard because okay. we're stuck with Microsoft in our in our professional lives and yeah. it's a love-hate relationship. So, in this case, the recent uh, Windows 10 update came out and it was show, it was quote unquote deleting people's files. It's a it was a god awful October for Microsoft and updates. Uh, it doesn't mean you still shouldn't go to it because you really have no choice other than Linux or Linux or however you say it, play it, or you can go over to Apple and well. and you go to Mac. They all have their fun. Every yeah. OS sucks, though. And there's well, Android. I'm, just, I'm yeah. just concerned because this is my company books. Well, again, your company books, if you back them up, how are you backing up your company books right now, John? To an uh, outboard hard drive yeah. and an extra 32 gig flash drive. All right. So you have it in two places, and one is disconnected from your computer, correct? Both of them are, usually. Are disconnected. Good. So right. you're fine. Your company books are backed up, sort of, and that's good. You have two shots at your data. Um, so you go with Windows 10, right? Because Windows 7 is an old operating system, and you're right. going to load the newer version, probably of QuickBooks, and then load your load your company data. Okay. Um, you're always going to have your backup, so you're fine. But Microsoft right. could screw it up on you, just like we talked about, as far as deleting your data. In this case, they just kind of hid it on you. Well, is it something that you can get back? Or yes, they, can make they it fixed something? it. They fixed it, sort of. They actually thought okay. they fixed it. They pulled it. They put it back. Then they pulled it again. It was a god awful when uh, October. Now, there's another thing that um, I read some point in time that it is hard on a computer to start. You're Windows. better off letting it sleep rather than shutting it off completely. Oh, it's is up that- to you. I turn my computers off at home. Um, I turn my laptop here off when I'm not using it. But turning you it totally on. Totally to- turn off. I do. Yeah, the, it's not hard on the computer. Okay, because this the bookkeeping computer, sometimes we use it for an hour a week. Yeah. So I'd rather not let it sit in there sleeping all that time because it is connected to the Internet. I agree. You'd want to just turn it off when you're not using but it. But then leaving one on overnight for a few days is not a is okay and it's then okay. shutting it off? Yeah, but you can turn it off. No, I'm talking about another one, one that I use all day long. Yep, you can turn that one off too or turn it on. Whatever is easiest for you. Sleep is nice if you want to quickly wake it up right. to uh, do something and, and uh, let it after half an hour go back to sleep. You can do that. But okay. it's not hard on the computer either. You know, either way, you can turn it off and turn it on, whatever you want to do. Okay. All right. That's that's all I need to know. Thanks right, for your help. You got it, sir. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. It's kind of funny. We're hard on Microsoft. Unfortunately, we're just talking about the news. You know, if Microsoft can't get an update together that doesn't delete your data, it's not our fault. Well, you know what? We're down on Microsoft. If they were perfect, I wouldn't have a job. Well, there's that, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, that's why I said it's a love hate relationship. <laughs> the thing about what we, what we do though is we're IT folks. We, you know, we're, we'll be happy to. In the, when we first started the old days, we we're using Novell networking. Novell was tremendous, a great way to have a, a solid. great solid server. And and then Microsoft came out and said, "Well, we'll give it away. We're going to give you networking for free. Would you like to go with us?" And all the businesses said, "Sure." And they crushed Novell. Same thing with um, IBM System 32. That was a much better operating system than Windows ever was. But IBM wanted to get paid. And then businesses said, well, I got this one over here for free. I'll go to that one. And IBM said, okay. <laughs> so that's what happens. Yeah, and then once you get them, it's kind of Then they like get the, you now. The, now the they're renting you. The around the corner. He gives it to you for free, and then once he gets you hooked. <laughs> yeah, now they're renting you your office suite for perpetuity. I guess they're getting their money back, aren't they? Absolutely. And then some. We should play that tune again, <laughs> your favorite tune there. <laughs> Let's go, because you're the commodity, right? Let's go to Cheryl in Prospect. Hey, Cheryl. Hi. What's up? Um, Bob and Eric. I'm still having a lot of difficulty with buffering. It's mm. when I'm watching, and, I have, and I'm visually impaired, so I have to have my screen on full screen. Mm-hmm. And this is with one TV, one TV station when I'm watching your news live. All right. And it keeps, I get that out. Terrible blue, the deadly blue circle. Yeah. And it conks out on me, and I generally have to go all the way back out to their home page and back in again. Mm-hmm. It's basically just the one station. I can use my Hulu fine. I can oh. use my CBS All Access fine. Have you complained to them, Cheryl? Because yes, if it's just I the one station, them. if and it's. I even upgraded my um, Frontier Vantage internet up to 24 megabytes, and okay. up to 24 now. Yep. Well, it's not if it's just them and everything else is working okay. There's not much you can do. Mm. It's them. It's them serving up the station to you. It's not serving up very well. Yeah, don't think- buy from. Don't buy any more internet because if Hulu's working, Netflix is working. It's them. Choose another. Choose another news station. <laughs> yeah, I know. I probably have to. I just like the way they do their weather on NBC Connecticut, especially oh. when they get those nasty weather storms. Yeah, I know. Ryan, they really are good with their Doppler radar showing that when tornadoes are going through. Yeah, but could you not hear the word snow monster again? I mean, that if I ever hear a snow monster over and over again, I'm going to just pull my what's left of my hair out. <laughs> like, I know. Snow monster. What that's a Jeep for crying out loud. I love those guys. I love watching their news. But the word oh, snow know. monster just makes my skin crawl. So you think it's basically the station? It has to be. If everything else is working fine, it's nothing you can do. Mm. You can't improve it further. No. No, it's up to them. And maybe they have an issue with their streaming service because they're using a third party most likely where they're offering up the stream. And maybe they're so successful, which could be everybody appreciates Ryan Hanrahan and those guys because they're the the best rated weather, right? So everyone's streaming the the, the, uh, weather. And the problem is they're all they're just too successful. That could be the problem too, Cheryl. Get too many people at the same time. Yeah, that could be. It. And again, they would have to upgrade their service at whoever's streaming their their uh, forecast. But oh, it's not on your end because yeah. everything else works fine for you. Yeah, and I, I mean, if I keep it on the smaller one, I lose it once in a while. Yeah. But if I put it on big, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Well, also it could be your it could be your computer, but again, if it works for everything else, I think you're, you're fine, Cheryl. We got to go. It's a hard break. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Uh, stick around. Dr. Lessie's up next. Thank you, Matt, for producing. Everything was posted at computertalkwithtab.com or over at uh, Facebook. If you like us on Facebook at Tab Computer Systems, it'll get into your news feed. See you next week. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.